This is Clint of the Geek Dig Podcast, and you are listening to the one and only BS Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to Soren with the Magic Our Way Podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next soaring flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Buffs, Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rombe. Jumbo, everyone! Harambe! And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. Sante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Are We podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. www.whoop, that's too many W's. <laughs> www.magicarway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. And with us today, we have. Excelsior! You know, 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 you know. I have You know the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I am doing good. It's another time to own it, so let's add another episode to this Mawekin moment. How you guys doing today? <laughs> doing good. Yeah, man. <laughs> Speaking of own it, man, uh, if you guys follow uh, Eli on social media, you know he changed his profile picture uh, to Mr. GQ Suave over there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I saw that. Yes. Yeah. That was very close. Uh, I felt very close to you. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at that picture. I didn't realize it would it could <laughs> blow up that big uh, yes it was yes. a very big picture it's been a while since you've seen it it blows up that big well I mean well you pull it from uh, from your computer to upload it oh, oh, oh okay you know, so yeah it's gotten some good responses so yes yeah he is single and ready ladies and gentlemen <laughs> or oh, just damn. ladies about, yeah, yeah, no gentleman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nothing against a gentleman. But he prefers the ladies. That's, that, that's my preference. So, yeah, I had, to, had, had to put it out there, you know. So The gentle ladies. Yes, more gentle. More gentle. Very yes. good. No rough loving. And also on this show, we have. Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. Money, money, money. money. Show me the money! 
It's Mr. I Know More Than Your Friend. Suck it up. Tough love and ever so lovely. Travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations. Mosquito killing date night at Denny's. Benjo over the chair. Lily top mocking beard. Creepy drippy dwarf Lierp. It's Mr. Beijing Chloe. Senior Johnny Salami L. Tightwad himself. He's our very own Gandalf the Not-So-Wise and our resident professor of gyrotechnics, Lillian's favorite Moeekin podcaster. It's Lee DJ White Cheddar Papa Sferfa Noah Hasselvika. How you doing, Lee? So you know why I'm Lillian's favorite podcaster, right? Why is that? Oh, because I bought all those Girl Scout cookies from her. Y'all need to go get some Girl Scout cookies from that little girl. <laughs> that is right, man. When Lee was in town, Lee bought a ton of Girl Scout cookies off of Lily. Would you say you bought a plethora Plet- of Girl Scout cookies? Plethora of cookies? Do you have a plethora of peanut butter patties? I I got I Please bought a plethora of uh, what's the yeah, one with I'm, the coconut I'm, and the rings and the well they used to be Samoas, Samoas. they changed yeah. all the names of the Girl Scout cookies so good oh, really? luck figuring out your Girl Scout like Thin Mints I think is the only thing that's a, that's that a is safe. still known by that and then they had the lemon they used to have oh the lemon the lemon cookie thingies yeah yes. oh, I love those refreshing but I was told that that's not the same one. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, yeah. Well, they, I'll, I'll definitely buy some cookies for sure, so let me know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I love those things. Yeah, I've pitched it for the cookies. Now, is, is, does she win a biker or a day off of school or she something? Get a vacation? Or How does it? What's the... You, you know, know, there's a whole prize catalog. I think you can, you know, win a thermos. You <laughs> 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 sell, like, 200 boxes of cookies. Oh. You like a thermos. <laughs> I used to hate that in yeah. school. <laughs> you had to sell, like, 8 million boxes exactly. of chocolates, and then maybe you get a day off. They would like, have, like, that thing where they present it all to you and they'd have this stage full of prizes like with a yeah yeah and yeah they'd have bicycles up there and gaming system you're like oh my god i can get all this stuff and no man it's like the chuck e cheese exchange rate with the prizes <laughs> <Exchange> <laughs> the conversion you get the frog the plastic frog that hops when you hit its tail exactly yeah. you get the pencil eraser yeah the pencil eraser something like that with, you know uh, shoelaces 400 boxes yeah. Of, yeah a bouncy ball mm-hmm. they should give like the kids like at least 10 percent commission or something i always wonder why they ever did that well they actually they actually do kind of um just if you've never had anyone that's actually graduated or finished girl scouts i mean a certain percentage goes into the bank for each girl and they get like, I think my daughter got like $300 back after she finished all her Girl Scout stuff. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's through all the years of selling Girl Scout cookies. Oh, so So that was like the 401k retirement for Girl Scouts. Yes, exactly. That's basically what it is. (laughs) I'm curious to know which, how much she sold and what uh, versus what she got back. Yeah. I'm wondering what kind of mob economics that is. It's like $5,000 of Girl Scout cookies and you got $300 back. Once you kick upstairs to the Don, (laughs) you take out the VIG and scope a drug. Bring the briefcase. Bring the briefcase. Well, anyway, now that I'm hungry for Girl Scout cookies, <laughs> yes, we will support Lily. Yes, and remembering everything, we'll support Lily, and you can you can do that too. Oh yeah, please feel free. Uh, write in, tell me that you want Girl Scout cookies. I'll put you down the list. That's right. That's right. And um, you know what? What's that? You just made the list, Kevin. Oh, Yay! yeah, I'm on the list. You are I'm on number the list. one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. It's going to be hard to beat Lisa. She bought 18 boxes of cookies. Oh, okay, well, I'm not, I'm not going to be all right. <laughs> 18 uh, boxes of cookies. That's a lot of cookies. You going to feed them to the dog? 
No, she brings them to work, brings them to her family. Look, you're a popular person when you show up with Girl Scout cookies. You can freeze them and eat them later. That's, that's what I hear. You can yeah. show up to you can show up to late work and you don't care. Be like, hey, I'm not the person that's late. I'm the person that brought Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, that's Fair better enough. than show up with Krispy Kremes. Yeah, but you know what? Those cookies go by really fast. They like, do. I'll open a box <laughs> and I'll eat a couple, and then before you know, it, there's like one left. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's up with that? You know, it's like you think that maybe it's full of air. That's probably what it is. Well, it's like this. Like you, you place like mental semantics with yourself like you're looking at it and you're like well shoot i can't i can't leave an uneven row i gotta at least <laughs> this row so then you know once you start off then you got to finish out the first row of girl scout cookies and just to kind of balance it out let me go ahead and finish that second row and before you know it yeah you you know yeah. they usually precede that by saying ah just one more yeah. <laughs> and then i look at it and it's like ah, i could do one more yeah. and then it graduates to like man i'm a grown man i'm gonna eat another freaking cookie if i want to <laughs> i bought these cookies i get as big as that's i want right. Get i worked like, hard for those cookies and then there's like one left in the box it doesn't it, it sounds like 18 is not going to be enough to satisfy you kevin <laughs> you might need to beat that 18 number beat that i know 18. I, I got i got a benchmark yeah, yeah i gotta look at 20. it yeah, twenty. That'd be twenty days of cookies. How much would twenty days? <laughs> hey, all this is gonna happen. More like twenty gonna, hours. <laughs> everybody's gonna place orders, and next thing you know, when the order comes in, like Danny has to move out of his house because it's full of cookies. <laughs> you can't do anything. It's like cookie boxes all in the windows and everything. You oh, yeah, spew it man. out. I buy that amount. I'd be like, guys, I can't come podcast today. Like, why is that? You don't understand. It's <laughs> <laughs> so many. Cookies, <laughs> cookies got me. Uh, get out of this chair in my house. It is so delicious. I can't stop. No, cookies you won't be able to podcast because the studio will be like my cookie warehouse. <laughs> cookie yeah, warehouse. It'll be cookies stacked yeah. everywhere. You're not gonna be able to find your. Yeah, but see, then y'all have to come across the lake and do an intervention. <laughs> I'll oh. be sitting there with cookies all over myself, like <laughs> crumbs running yeah, down crumbs. your shirt. I got chocolate stains everywhere. It's just like neck crazy. We're gonna come save you. Get a forklift. Like, it's like hoarders, but worse. <laughs> That's what it looked like. Cookie hoarder. But your breath will spell peppermint. <laughs> there you all go. Those It'll be so glorious. <laughs> With that vegan ingredient. It'll be glorious. And healthy. Vegan's healthy, right? Yes. That's, that's good. See, that's good. Yeah. I'll start drinking scotch and I'll start eating a bunch of Girl Scout cookies. That's healthy. Support young entrepreneurs. That's yes. right, guys. You got it. And um, yeah, while we're reminiscing on the loveliness of the Girl Scout cookies, we're going to take it back with Lee's show today. He's going to give us a retrospective on what was known as the Gulf Resort, which became the Disney Inn, which is now is the Shades of Green. Uh, isn't that right, Lee? That is correct. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, chill with all the Girl Scout jibber jabber and what is it called? Let's let's eat some cookies. <laughs> let's chill with the Girl Scout <laughs> jibber jabber and yeah. go eat cookies. Let's get, let's get some cookies. Okay, uh, okay yeah. Enough right. of the jabber. Let's get sugar. We'll go do the, the Girl Scout. He did it. job. He did. That's fine. Hey, took your right. job. <laughs> you got no job now. <laughs> Are you ready, Lee? Yeah, let's go. All right. And here we are on the hub, and today we are continuing Lee's retrospective on Disney resorts. And last I said at the top of the show, he's doing uh, the golf resort, which beca- which to me I remember as the Disney Inn. I, I was I never stayed there when it was a golf resort, uh, but now it's shades of green. So I'm gonna turn it over to Lee Lastovica, our travel agent in residence, and he's gonna take us down memory lane. Lee, you got it, sir. All right, gentlemen, let's get this party started. Um, so, yeah, as Kevin said, this is called the Golf Resort. This is our fourth episode of these uh, retrospectives on the original Disney World hotels. And, you know, when I heard Golf Resort, I 
never heard of such a thing. And so, I, I mean, being a travel agent, obviously I knew there was no such thing as the golf resort. So obviously this is something that wasn't around anymore. So that intrigued me a little bit. I'm like, okay, this should be interesting. And, you know, the more I read about it, I quickly realized, okay, it is still there. It's just not called the golf resort anymore. It's called the Shades of Green. Um, but, you know, like I said, I, I heard golf resort. I was like, oh, well, that's kind of cool. I didn't know such thing had ever existed. And um, obviously it's a, a golf uh, theme resort. So it was pretty straightforward. <laughs> that's a, it's a lot of <laughs> truth in advertising there, isn't it? Yeah, it didn't take a real genius to figure this one out. It's like the Polynesian, the contemporary the golf, the golf resort. Golf. Golf. Oh, okay. This one has golf. Okay, I get it. That's like calling um, Fort Wilderness the camping resort, <laughs> the tree place. Yeah. <laughs> Fort Wilderness, pack a bag. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so, calling Pop Century crap we used to think was cool resort. <laughs> <laughs> Retro crap. Wait, can you book me in the crap we used to think was cool resort? <laughs> Seven days. Can you can you book me at misguided nostalgia? <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That place we used to be at a long time ago with stuff we used to look at that doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> you Cookies. got the all-star right. music, which is like big neon bullshit. <laughs> 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 big neon bullshit. That'd be uh, cool if they just, you know, just like honest, ty- honest, honest titles names truth to their and kiss. advertising resort name. The Disney <laughs> spokesperson resort Like names. Port Orleans, New Orleans minus the debauchery. Yeah, a garbage. But resort. cleaner. Yeah, New Orleans. And urine. Port Orleans minus the piss smell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and prostitutes. <laughs> All right, Lisa, where do you uh, want to take us? So let's start here. Um, so at this time... You know, Disney World was open. They had the Contemporary. They had the Polynesian. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also, Fort Wilderness was open at this time, which really is not a hotel, of course. It's campgrounds. So this would be the third actual hotel that uh, would come onto the Disney property, a Walt Disney property. But uh, it's interesting that if you remember back when we talked about the Contemporary and the Grand Opening and the Polynesian, there was supposed to be three other resorts opening up, you know, right behind there. We were supposed to have... Um, the Asian resort, the Venetian resort, the Persian, Persian resort, all yeah. this, yeah, all this on the on the monorail line. At this time, the Contemporary and the Polynesian, they're they're booked up any day, any time, like 100% capacity, more demand than there is supply. Um, so they, they obviously need to find a way to get more people in. They've got Fort Wilderness, but it's not really for everyone. You know, not everyone has a, an RV or wants to go camping or what have you. So. You know, that would have been the perfect time to bring online one of these other resorts. But um, this was also around the time where they had this, you know, when they had all these uh, oil embargoes and all these problems in the Middle East and stuff like that. So, yeah, OPEC was pissed. Yeah. So, I mean, it was still, you know, not the best economic time to build this super ass fancy deluxe, you know, rival the Polynesian resort. I like you said super ass. (laughs) Super ass. Super Super ass resort. Wait, wait, it, let's Super let's pretend just for a minute like that they built the Asian resort. Yes. Would that have undergone a name change by now? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Kalimar. Kalibar. Yeah. Kalimar. Yeah, I don't know. So Siamese Cat Resort would the be Siamese the Siamese Cat Resort. That's yeah. not too bad. Asian Fusion <laughs> Resort. <Yeah>. Resort. <laughs> Asian Resort to where the Siamese Cats are the logo. And like a 
And like they, they had a bar, but you couldn't find it, and it was called Ancient Chinese Secret. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh. The bar was wrapped in a fortune so, cookie. Or, or you can go like make your skin look fabulous and younger at the Pearl Cream, <laughs> <laughs> or get a pearl necklace to go with it. Yeah. Get a pearl okay. necklace. I would have gone to the Samurai Ninja Resort. <laughs> I totally would have done that. I thought you would have gone to the Geisha Gallows. The Geisha House? The Geisha House? Yeah. You ever seen Cable Guy? Yeah. A long time ago. Uh, which guy back, yeah. Stiller would say, there's this guy, he was Asian, <laughs> and he was speaking a language. I think it was Asian. Asian. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm thinking that this hotel oh. may have been designed by Sam Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> It's all in the delivery. So, that's right. Yeah. yeah Got it. Right. I'm sorry, Lee. So, you know, they needed some kind of a solution to this. You know, they needed to add some extra rooms, but they didn't have the money to spend on a, an entirely, you know, big grand hotel. So what they decided to do was to take the existing clubhouse at their uh, golf area. So, you know, they had two golf courses that, at that point. They had the Magnolia and the Palm, and then they had the, the clubhouse for, the, for those two golf courses. So... They said, well, you know, we'll just add on. We'll just add some rooms and a pool and, you know, make this a resort. And, of course, there's two golf courses, so, of course, it would be the golf resort. Um, you know, and add, add to that that, you know, the um, the guys in charge at that time, um, Card Walker and um, Dick, Dick Nunes, Nunes, I mean, they were all, like, big, yeah, they were all, like, big-time golfers, too. So, you know, I'm sure they kind of wanted a place they could hang out and, you know, play golf and, and stuff like that. So. Sounds wild. Hey, Lee, real quick, yeah. but before we go any further, why don't you, because obviously you did a lot of research for this, but surely you want to credit the source of, of your research, uh, yes. whatever they may have been. Uh, give them credit because obviously I don't think you talked to, uh, well, unless you're yeah, a I Ouija board. Dick, and, uh, <laughs> Dick how you doing? Like, What's up, fellas? Yeah, uh, big oh, dick. What you say, big dick? <laughs> Me and Taco was just talking about you the other day. I was going to do this thing for this podcast. Like, tell me about the resort, man. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, so, I mean, I use several um, websites that, are, that have done different blogs and things like that on this. Um, and I'll give Kevin the site so he can put them in the, in the show notes. Yay. Uh, but, I, you know, I went on the Imagine Nerding website. Um, there was also Passports to Dreams website. WaltDatedWorld.com. Mm-hmm. Um, when we get into Shades of Green, I, I use some uh, information from the MilitaryDisneyTips.com website. There's also WDW Radio, DisneyTouristBlog.com. Used a couple of pieces of information from Jim Hill um, and RetroWDW. All right. So, uh, wow, that's although, a lot. Yeah, so you know, there's, there's a lot of information out there. It's all kind of the same information, just related in different ways but yeah so thank you to all those pre-existing websites and blogs that helped me to put all this information together for the Moican nation that's funny though there's not like one website that's listed that references like you know golf resort favorites.com or something like that yeah there's not like a fan club of the golf resort anymore you know like be called uh, four. Like, the, the, like the tiki man <laughs> well like the tiki man right he has a tiki man he's all about the polynesian yeah, uh, but there's not really like a uh, you know golf man out there that's it's all about the old golf resort. <laughs> golf man, <laughs> golf man, golf man, where oh, you golf. at? Hitting yeah. balls on your face, oh, neck and chest. Oh yeah, uh, stay golf tuned uh, for golf the announcement hits. of Eli's next new comic book, Golf Man. Yeah, <laughs> Paul Ford, make you want some more. <laughs> 
He's got a polyester cape. Everybody starts to read the book and falls asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I could never get through a game of golf. I never could. Like I really could never do it. It was tough. Yeah, me neither. My my favorite description of golf is the uh, is Robin Williams's uh, description of how they created golf. Which was what? Oh, he like some Scottishman, drunk Scottishman, creating a ball. Oh, yeah, creating the golf. I, I remember the bit. Yeah, yes, it's funny. It's a funny yes. good bit. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite line from that. And you listeners can check it out. He's just like, I put a hole and then away, far away, <laughs> and then I put a little flag in it just to give him a little hope. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying it's gonna be like a straight shot? No, f- the straight shot. I'm gonna put trees and bushes to. <laughs> With them, <laughs> it'd be great. You hit the ball in the hole. <laughs> Golf, my favorite line. I put a little flag, give them hope. <laughs> I don't see how people find that relaxing. Or like, if I'm on a week long Disney vacation, why the hell would I want to get up at eight in the morning to get my tea time? To because you got to get up so early to do this crap. Yeah, and then spend half a day Look, in I- the heat. Walking around a golf course. Look, I get frustrated with Fantasia Gardens on that. that uh, oh that, yeah, that, that that little golf course. Well, that takes some skill. Sure. That one's yeah. that one's tough. Mm-hmm. Very get, very tough. I get mad at Nintendo Golf, man. Forget- <laughs> 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 Nintendo Golf, Danny Mario. All right, all right. So the so this this resort actually opened up on December fifteenth of nineteen seventy three with one hundred and fifty one rooms. So. They took the clubhouse, they added some rooms, they put in a pool, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then, of course, you know, they called it the golf resort. But, you know, the first thing that I understand more than anything else is it was like the least Disney-ish Disney resort there was. You know, I mean, when you go to the Polynesian, you're like, oh, it's the, the South Seas and it's the Polynesian culture. And it's, I mean, this was like basically just a country club. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which yeah, right yeah. Away, yeah, which right away to me, I'm like, I don't think I would want to stay there. Like, that sounds snooty uh, to me. Like. <laughs> People are going to be looking at me like, slobby. <laughs> I was going to say, you don't want to get me started about a country club. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're so. staying in Bushwood. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't want to go there. Like, here are my clubs. Walk with me. I'm like, no, I'm not your caddy. I signed up to come here. What are Hands you talking about? bottom tooth. <laughs> <laughs> I paid to be here. I paid to be here. What are you doing? All right, go ahead. Yeah, so this is, uh, no, I'm just saying uh, the location here is like right near the Polynesian. Like, you could walk to the Polynesian from from the golf club, uh, the golf resort. Sorry, um, a little bit of a walk, kind of but yeah, you can do it. Yeah, I mean, a little, a little bit, bit of a walk. I mean, yeah, because basically, what it's it's like, like if you three left, miles? if you left the Polynesian and then you took a right to get to Grand Floridian, where it is now, it's it was up on yeah. that road on the left. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, it's basically like in between the the, the Polynesian and the Grand. Um, I right. mean, like I one of the uh, articles I read compared it to walking from one side of Coronado Springs to the other. You know, I mean, it's a big resort, so it's a lot of space to cover, but I mean, it's doable. Right? So you can see it from the monorail, right? I know it's not a stop, but well, you can no, see it. From what I remember, it. you can see the sign because the entrance actually goes into the woods kind of. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So it was, it was kind of, I mean, that was part, when we get to the Disney End part, I can talk more about that because that, it, it was yeah. marketed as one of the more quieter resorts on property. That's the thing is the seclusion of yes. it all. It, it, it was for people who didn't want the hustle and bustle and noise of, of staying at one of the yeah. main resorts. The big ones, yeah, yeah. I want no Chuck E. Cheese in my golf resort. Exactly. I mean, I think it was. It just seemed to be more like for executives and businessmen, and um, you know, Disney maybe trying to capitalize on like the conference uh, convention type uh, visitors and things like that. Uh, it wasn't very Disney-ish at all. Now, one thing that they did have that 
it's different than uh, others is they had the like the biggest rooms available. Uh, average room at the uh, golf resort was 480 square feet. Hmm. Now, to put that in perception, this is like average today. <laughs> perspective? Yeah. yeah. To, put it, to put that in perspective. Put that in our perspective. Okay, For your perception, let me, the door let me, is open. Let me, let me redo that. No, please. I want to know the perception. No, I want the perception. I want the perception. The perception of the, of the perspective. With is, the precipitation. With the, oh, okay. But you, you got to have a perspective. And the perviness. Of the of the pervidness? Of the pervidness? The pervidness? Like they went to play golf without pants or something? <laughs> Pantsless? Now that's a perception for your ass Pants, right there. Pantsless chaps? <laughs> Hit that golf ball. No, not the one that's on me. I'm talking about the one on the ground. Chapless pants. Chapless pants. So tell us about the precipitation. Yeah. <laughs> tell us about Persephone right, one more so time. Precipitation <laughs> was like 80%. Give me that presumption. 80% humidity because it's Florida. Ah, okay. Presumption, presumption. What's your function? Um, all right, so <laughs> these these rooms were 480 square feet, whereas like if you compare it to today, the average value resort is 260 square feet. Mm. The average moderate resort is 314. Oh, the wow. average deluxe room is 344, Damn. and the average DBC room is 365. So Damn. these are way bigger than anything else on property. That is so, perception. I, mean, I guess people needed uh, you know an extra room to put all the. Golf clubs, golf yeah, 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 I can see that. Yeah. Space oh, and the golf cart that's big enough for the golf <laughs> cart, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, you just back it right <laughs> into yeah, your own. Yeah, you got to plug it in, right? right you got to sure. plug it into the outlet to that's recharge it for the next day. So I mean, you shoot, that's that, awesome. You can just use that for an extra bed. You can just use the golf cart for an extra bed. Be like, yeah, I can fit two more people in here. Wow. Hmm. Can you but, imagine uh, that? Like, mousekeeping <laughs> for that place? Like, yes, I gave you your towels and I shined up your golf cart for you, sir. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> what's, the reason, the tires. what's the reason? What's the reason? Did you rotate the tires to you know, they get a new battery in there? I've got you some new towels. There's a mint on your pillow and I changed the oil. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, your golf cart. Thanks, Helga. Yes. What's the, what's the reason for your stay, honeymoon? Please include a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> She's kinky. The girl's kinky. She yes. always wants everywhere we go on the golf course. She's like, just, let's try it to root for the golf cart. It takes back to when we first did it. <laughs> oh, what a lovely time that was. <laughs> right on course, greed, par four, knocking it out. I can only perform within a moving vehicle. <laughs> that's a moving violation for you. Uh. <laughs> violation. Yeah, that, that, that's a one-stroke penalty. <laughs> 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 Depends on how many hills you hit. That's true. <laughs> what stroke? Uh, I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, right, right before the guy gets ready, he yells out four <laughs> play. <laughs> and when the guy's done, she yells out more <laughs> please. <laughs> well, it's better than yelling out four. <laughs> oh, I'm going with him over there. Four <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! They're right. calling me. Okay. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Go. Right. So the uh, the the main draw of the uh, or the main dining for the golf resort was a trophy room, um, which of course you know that kind of fits right in with the whole golf theme, trophies, et cetera, et cetera. Well, it used um, to be the Magnolia Room, right? And then it became the trophy room once they converted it into a resort. To to the resort, yes, right, exactly. right. So yeah, they had. I mean, because that have you know that have dining at night and things like that. Sure. Um, and it was basically like a table service during the day and in the evening. I'm sorry, during for breakfast and for dinner, but then like uh, lunch was like a buffet. Um, this is something I found interesting. A little piece of trivia here that 
Oh. I was searching for a trophy room, and uh, <laughs> there's actually a retail store in Disney Springs now called Trophy Room. Um, and that's owned by Michael Jordan's son, Marcus Jordan. So it's like, you know, like boutique-ish type uh, athletic wear and footwear and stuff like that, but it's called Trophy Room. Oh, they sell like the Jordan 44s over yeah. there, stuff like that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's cool. And also at the Boathouse restaurant, there's a trophy room, like for uh, private dining and things like that. So, you know, the name still lives on in uh, in the Disney universe. There's a website called uh, trophyroom.com where rich people go to meet young women for their wives. It's the new oh, Ashley. Hey, I, I didn't, I didn't, that did not come up on my browser. Oh, yes. No, it absolutely did on mine. Well, that's because daddy's got the buddy. So that's right. Said. Suggested websites. Mm-hmm. They just want to talk, Lee. That's all. They just want conversation. So, like, women go on there and sign up, or yeah, no, yeah. just chat. Okay. Yeah, they, they want somebody. And they just want to chat. And they just want a work visa. Yeah, they want they want somebody to pay for their college tuition. They mm-hmm. want a work visa. <laughs> <laughs> want a work visa. <laughs> Hello, this wow. is. The, I thought this was the site I could go to to get my visa. <laughs> and companionship. Hello, my name is Olga. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I'm from Russia. Yeah. I love how like Lee just sums it up. Like you bring out something like that, and he's just like work visa, like <laughs> nothing about you know somebody just trying to get paid or something mm-hmm. like that. They tried to work visa, work visa. No, she tried not yeah. to work. That's Damn. how that worked. All right, all right, let's go. For sugar daddy. All right, so uh, one of the <laughs> <laughs> this was like one of the most popular items at the trophy room was the French fried ice cream. Apparently, like um, this. Yeah. Uh, oh, the I've, dessert. Have you ever had French fried ice cream like at a Mexican restaurant or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm apparently like I'm not saying it started here, but like this is where it kind of got famous. Yeah. Okay. I think, um, apparently, I think was, it's like that. That's where, where while I was reading it, it, that's where it got into the public eye. Ah, it was the yeah. whole French fried ice yeah, cream yeah, yeah, thing. Well, yeah. you don't want to get French fried ice cream in your eye. Because <laughs> <laughs> you take a bite and like squirt oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right your chest. It's so cold. <laughs> The cream in my eyes, uh, the dairy. I got frostbite. I'm like this intolerant. Freeze your cornea. Yeah. Freeze my cornea. That's right. <laughs> Go. I always like, I always like to look at the old uh, menus and stuff like that, and see stuff like, uh, like oysters Rockefeller, three dollars and fifty cents, three seventy five, three seventy five. I mean, where can you get a? You can't get one oyster for three seventy five nowadays. That's crazy, man. You can do it here. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's oysters everywhere. You can there. do it in New Orleans, maybe not Houston, but I mean, you get you know, a raw one got, for yeah for that. Put yeah, out of course. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah. I don't eat oysters, so yeah, I'm not an oyster right. fan. I love myself. oysters. I eat the piss out of them. Oh, you do? What, yes. Raw? The whole I eat them piss? raw. All the piss? I eat them Rockefeller. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You eat them R. Kelly style. <laughs> Those are R. Kelly oysters. That's right. <laughs> we'll eat the piss out of Rockefeller. R. Kelly fellow oysters. No, that's the yellow pool oyster. Yeah, <laughs> swimming in butter. Oh <laughs> my god! Yuck! Ah. Yeah, I, I always thought they were right. gross raw. But I like oysters. I, uh, you know. I don't. I don't. I don't need that. Uh, eat that texture just doesn't. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like eating an eye. I mean, I don't eat my own loogie. I ain't gonna eat an oyster. Well, that's good. What? I think there's more protein though in the oyster than yeah, in the Yeah, I think loogie. it's a little bit more beneficial to eat an oyster than your loogie. I don't know why you would eat your own spit. I mean, but your, I hate loogie, your loogie is like out. what your body wants to get rid of and you're ingesting yeah. it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, he's like, I would bring it back to, to you. Yes. That's recycling. But we appreciate you taking that unpopular stance that you refuse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will eat my own spit. Please, loogie. You won't do it. I'll do it myself. The body's like, hey, we got to get rid of that. No, no, we can't get rid of that. Okay, no, it's I, part of I us. I got a place for that. Don't worry. It's part of us now. We got to keep it. All right, so go. Check it out. 
All right. So um, about two months after the uh, the golf resort opened, they had their first official Walt Disney World Open uh, golf tournament. Um, you know, like I said, those guys all card walker, Dan Tatum, Dig News, they're all big time golfers. And uh, actually, card walker was the hit off the first ball of that tournament and would continue to do that like as a tradition. Anytime for they would have a Walt Disney World Open. Car Walker would be the first, you know, to hit the first ball off or whatever for the tournament. Excuse you know? me, Mr. Nicholas. No, no, no. You need to stand over there, Mr. Palmer. Card Walker yeah. gets to go first. Yeah. This is his place. He yeah. pays the rent here. Now, Jack Nicholas won that tournament, mm-hmm. 13 under par. Wow. And I, I couldn't find any information other than one web, one podcast that mentioned that the prize was $150,000. Damn. Damn. That oh. seems ridiculous. That does seem excessively ridiculous. Because $150,000 in 2017 is $841,000. So I don't see how Disney, who's struggling to not even open up a new hotel, is going to pay off you know uh, the equivalent of $840,000 for a golf tournament. Well, maybe um, you got card shock do some people. Well, I would guess <laughs> if you're going to draw names like Jack Nicholas and all those yeah. guys, I mean, you well, got to no, I mean, make sure you like, have something um, hefty, huh? That's yeah, true. but I mean, even Jack Nicholas. If you looked at his winnings from that year, his highest uh, winning was the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach for thirty thousand dollars. Well, I mean, it's Pebble so Beach. So thirty thousand dollars <laughs> compared to one hundred and fifty thousand. I mean, that's yeah. But you got to think about it. It's like it's like ridiculous. oh, Pebble Beach. Oh, Augusta. What's this Disney? Uh, why do I want to play this? Maybe maybe at the top, uh, Mr. Nicholas. It's one hundred fifty thousand yeah. dollars. Oh, I'll play Disney maybe. all day. I yes, I shit. <laughs> yes, yes. Sign me up. I'm playing. Maybe it's like one hundred fifty thousand in Disney dollars back. Then. <laughs> <laughs> he just got tickets. He That's got one hundred fifty thousand right. Disney tickets. dollars. Yeah, and yes, he could use that around in and around the resort. Would you like to buy a sure. T-shirt? Here you go. <laughs> buy an ice cream for days. Congratulations, um, Mr. Nicholas. Here's your one hundred fifty thousand dollar check. Here's your bill for Santa Golf Resort, which is one hundred twenty five thousand. <laughs> just happened to be. It's, it's Ooh, how that worked out. So, like I said, I don't know how much that tournament actually was, but that's the number that I heard was one hundred fifty thousand. Again. Seems crazy for that time of year, but yeah. who knows? Maybe some. But either way, you know, he did win that tournament. That was the first tournament, and um, well, good for him. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm sure the so, Bob was and, happy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Tiger was like, "Man, I want to get some of that money," but he was like eight years old at the time. I, yeah, I don't think he was um, born yet. I don't know. Okay, no, Tiger yeah, was well, still. So, yeah, when, when was Tiger born? Okay. Well, let's get. I'll get right on that. Get right on that. You got it. You want me to pull it up? I mean, I know normally it is on the tip of my tongue. I would know the exact date of Tiger Woods' birth. I'll put money on the fact that he was still two haploids. Haploids. (laughs) His parents were just meeting each other. What's a haploid? (laughs) Well, it's half your cells and one and the other, and you know. Uh, Ah, okay. Uh, Okay, Lee. He was uh, born in 1975. He's he's all right. That was two years later. So, so he hadn't even been born yet. Just a twinkle in his daddy's eye. And his mistresses were still 20 years away from being they born. They weren't even born. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere they <laughs> <in> like. <laughs> Lady uh, broke right, his go. There was, of course, a pro shop there at the, uh, the hotel. And the one of the cool things about this pro shop is they had this very revolutionary uh, thing called the golf studio where you could go and you could get someone to analyze your golf swing and they would, they would record it like on uh, like a movie, like a VHS movie, they would record your swing, and then the uh, golf pro there would, um, you know, analyze it and tell you what you're doing right or doing wrong or whatever. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was like before the time where VCRs were actually in everybody's home. So, you know, it wouldn't do them any good to give you a VHS copy of the video. So they would give you a, an audio tape with tips and tricks and things like that. So I'm sure that was helpful. Could, <laughs> yeah, you could listen, listen to that on your uh, eight track or whatever when you got home. I'm like, oh, no, but, it ate the tape. It ate the tape. <laughs> I don't know how good I did. Damn. It ate the tape. Fast forward, eat the tape. Damn. Uh, I don't know why I right. can't hit so, the ball now. Hey, Lee, did your, did your research uncover the who the golf pro was? Oh, no. Was it? Did you know that? I don't yes, know that. I, I looked it up. His name is Chubbs Peterson. <laughs> Chubbs Peterson? Yeah. Chubbs, yes. <laughs> He was the, uh, the the golf pro over at uh, the golf studio. The, uh, it was tragic. He lost his hand uh, while playing, but he, he would mentor uh, young golfers as they yes. came in. And, and, and one particular young golfer won the PGA Championship uh, and saved his grandmother's house in doing so. But uh, unfortunately, Chubbs fell out of a window Yeah, and, and, and uh, plummeted to his death. Great uh, man. Yeah. Great man he was. Was that, was that the Pro-Am tournament? No, that was a Trans-Am tournament. That was a Pan-Am That was a Pan-Am tournament. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. a Corvette classic. Yeah. Yes. It was uh, There's the Bam Bam tournament. No, with, no. Uh, Chubbs Peterson. I thought you were talking about the... <laughs> yeah. No, but I didn't cover the name. It, it was Ty Webb. I like Chubb better. No. no, the guy's name was Ty Webb. Ty Webb. Yes. He, uh, he also mentored young golf People teach him to be the ball. He had it on the uh, be the ball. Hold his club. Helped Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I did uncover. Chevy Chase. The, yes. No, I, I'm serious. I did uncover the guy's name. His name was Bob Barker. Name? Bob Barker. Phil Ritson. Phil Ritson. Phil. Ritson. His friend's name is Tin Cup. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> put a little something in that. No, seriously, his name was Phil Ritson. It was Phil Ritson. He yeah. was a South American. Go- oh, so you've looked this up? Yeah, look, yeah. yeah, you're not letting me Phil trick you anymore. No, no, so I, I like it. I guess okay. I can scrap that Bagger Vance joke. <laughs> Darn it, Kevin. I was gonna see how far oh, you were gonna take it. Phil Ritson. The man, the man worked on that joke. Let I, him take it as far as he need to take. I'm but yeah, no, uh, he. Uh, what you call it? His name was Phil Ritson. He was a South African golf pro, and so like when you listen to it, side A would be golf tips from Phil uh, Ritson and then side B would be an audio recording of the video breakdown of your swing. You hit it like it's a cougarat. Yes. <laughs> like that would have been tough. You had it in a VCR. You're like, wait a minute. I can't see what's going on because there's snow on my screen. I got to move the tracking button. Yeah, you got to like adjust the two little <laughs> wheels until the little line, the little wavy line goes Right. Away. You got to like take mm-hmm. the VCR, the tape out and right. like, you know, move it with your finger to get the right part. Yeah. <laughs> blow the dust off of it. So right. that was, uh, yeah, that, that, that pro shop thing, that actually sounds kind of cool. I like Chubbs. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I think like, you know, eventually that kind of technology moved on to other places, but um, that was, that was uh, cutting edge at the time. Yeah. It went sure. to like, well, you know, what is the life that did something similar? I mean, they really took golf seriously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They that's did. amazing. Yeah, like, no, that's true. I remember when they did it when yeah, I mean, life, know, it was like an immediate feedback kind of a thing. Yeah. So you, you did your swing yeah. into a camera, and then they played a video back of him giving you tips right then and there instead of waiting for the VHS. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's, that's no, that's really cool. That's I bet really the cool. title of the instructional video was, do you want to win $150,000? <laughs> do you want to win some money? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a VHS for you. Oh, please. <laughs> I would really like to see it. Cause I can really pay some dues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Well, you know, <laughs> you're, 
you're exactly right though, Dan. I mean, like, this, golfing was a big thing for Disney. I mean, at one point, they owned up to six golf courses. You had the original one, which is the Palm, the Magnolia. They had the Lake Buena Vista course, Oak Trail, Eagle Pines, and Osprey Ridge. Now, um, eventually, you know, Disney would get it, quote unquote, get out of the golf business. Mm-hmm. Um, they still have the Palm, the Magnolia, but. Eagle Pines was eventually bulldozed and is now the Golden Oak subdivision, that big ritzy uh, $2 million homes. And then um, Osprey Ridge was taken over when they built the Four Seasons Hotel. So that's run by them now as well. And so in 2011, uh, Disney gave up all the, um, the operations for their golf courses to the Arnold Palmer. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, of course, Disney still owns the land. Um, but you know, it's all being run by Arnold Palmer now. And, um, the last Disney world Open was held in 2012. It's being run by Arnold Palmer. Yeah, well, his company. From beyond the grave. I want to drink. Arnold Palmer Incorporated or, you know, what have you. Give me my cake, Bedelia. <laughs> 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 I want my cake. <laughs> all right. So that was basically the golf resort. Um, when it was all said and done, it really wasn't very family friendly. It didn't get the attendance that it needed. Did you uh, say really attendance that it needed? Um, occupancy. Sorry. Okay. So, it sounded like you said yeah. attendance. Like what? They didn't have enough caddies? <laughs> they needed yeah. dependence? Uh, <laughs> Who's Occupants. your caddy? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dre. <laughs> That's what, it sounded like you said attendance. I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. I'm I, sorry. Think I, I think I did say attendance, but occupancy. But okay. I mean, that's a pretty well, exclusive I mean, area. So it's kind of tough well, to say. Well, that's the thing, right? Yeah. I mean, well, that, that's the problem. I mean, but it's still close to the Magic Kingdom. You, I mean, they were trying to capitalize on being close to the Magic Kingdom. You know, the, it wasn't a monorail resort. It wasn't on the monorail, but it was still pretty close. But. You know, just it wasn't as appealing to families and things like that as the other two resorts. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah it's, it's just it, it's in the name. I mean, if yeah. you're like, all right, I, you got kids, you know, the kids can't go on the golf course and like you know do backflips and stuff on there; they'll get kicked out. Well, they did have a golf course for the kids. No, yeah. but I'm saying like you know, kids like to just run around and be you know crazy. Sometimes. No, no, I yeah. agree with you. Yeah, no, I, I can't imagine if it doesn't have a windmill. I can't imagine a kid wanting to. <laughs> Get on a golf course for any reason, but they did have like a six-hole junior course uh, called the Wee Links. The Wee Links. The Wee Links. Okay. Yeah. Wee Wee okay. Links. All right. That was before Wiki Links. Yeah. <laughs> Part two and a half. For okay. Jack Links. All right. <laughs> Jack Links. <laughs> Sausage Links. That's my favorite. Oh. Sausage. Um, so at this point, uh, Michael Eisner's in charge and um, trying to figure out a way to get this this resort to where it needs to be. So they, at that point is uh, character in, ni- <laughs> in 1986. Yeah. They rebrand the, the golf resort to the Disney Inn, and they kind of give it like a snow white theme. And if you saw the sign, it's got uh, sleepy on the front. And, Dude, it's um, awesome, like man. That, <laughs> that yeah, sign is awesome. Cool. I love it. That's the best. That's the yeah. best character to have for the for a golf area. Hey, Sleepy. Hey, three more years. That's going to be the wilderness lodge. <laughs> 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 they have Bambi uh, they out changed, in the front. They, they changed the name of the trophy room to the Go- Garden Grill, uh, oh. which is actually now in Epcot, uh, which is kind of cool in the uh, Land Pavilion there. But uh, mm. yeah, so I mean, this was uh, their attempt to get more families to stay there 
things like that. Now, Kevin, you said that you guys had stayed there before, right? I did stay there, and, and you know, so I, how I was have, it? <laughs> I was younger. Yeah, from what I can remember, I. I remember nothing but fond things from it. It was it was it was just as it says. <laughs> nothing but happy memories. Nothing but ha- it was seriously because it was it was a quiet resort. It was lovely. Uh, enjoyed my stay there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, uh, I don't know if it was a combination of how good it was versus this is the first time we actually stayed on property. Because mm-hmm. other than that, you know, my family would travel. You know, we always did the budget route and we stayed on those hotels in one ninety two, which at one point used to be decent because Disney didn't barely had any hotels on property, right? And Correct. so the ones that they have were a little bit out of a price range, but. You know the Holly M one ninety two right there, and just east of the entrance was was beautiful. It was perfect. Yeah, but yeah, no, I I enjoyed it. I like being the proximity to the parks was awesome, or you know the parks that were there at the time. You know, it was, it was kind of cool. It was, it was a great experience to be part of or in the bubble, so to speak. Oh, um, you know, for the first time ever in the bubble. So that was the first resort you stayed on on site. That's the first on site resort I ever stayed in. How yeah. about that? And it was nice. I I it was it was as I said it was it was really really quiet. And um, in preparation for the show, I was digging around through my old things, and I found uh, this old brochure, the Disney Inn, which I showed you guys. I yes. here, and I'll post it up on the listers for you to do it. But at one time, you know, I like at the welcome centers and also at the resorts, they would have like stands of nothing but brochures, mm-hmm. and you can get information. So back then, man, I, well, I, mean, I still do now, but I collected a lot of stuff. But if I could take you back to what the promotion campaign was, of take course, us back in time, Doc. Brown. I'm gonna take a break just a little bit. I'll kick a little tranquil Whoa, music. Oh, look at that. A little relaxing <laughs> music. <laughs> and Lee spoils the mood. <laughs> We're just going to take it back to a quieter time in that resort. And I'll give you a little story of their Disney Inn and their pamphlet and what they said. They show pictures of the Disney Resort itself. Oh, look at the greenery. And the caption, they say, Escape from the bustle of daily life at the best kept secret at Walt Disney World. Escape. You're among <laughs> friends here at the Disney Inn. Enter and be welcome. Be welcome. Which is Eli's favorite word. This sounds like some kind of re education center. <laughs> <laughs> Don't arrive, so arrive. You are amongst friends. You are amongst friends. Oh, Nothing I thought it was like, like, like Eli's like dating adventures. Oh, yeah. Enter. Okay. Enter and be welcome. Oh. And be loved. Be, be happy, loved. John Spartan. That's right. <laughs> Give your money to us, all your worldly possessions. And then uh, it goes on. And so we have a picture of the bedroom that was there. If y'all could see, it was very, very, very oh, nice. Oh, look at that. Wow. Where's the golf cart? Yeah. Uh, I, I, apparently, there is room because that's pretty spacious. That's if spacious. You're at, yeah. if you look at the picture. Yes. It's pretty darn spacious. You'd have a room for a whole another bed. Exactly. You could. You that's could. why you, you, got room for a, you got room for a toilet in the middle of the floor there. <laughs> <laughs> you could that may have been where it started yeah, it could have been that's it oh but so here's a capture for this scene it says there's nothing quite like the feeling of being in your own home with the possible exception of being in the disney inn <laughs> <laughs> i'm in there kick your shoes off lie back and relax as your hearts can to your heart's content kick off your shoes enjoy a view of the lovely wooded golf courses courtyard or pool from your own patio or balcony Relax your feet. With all its comforts and conveniences, you'll find that staying at the Disney Inn is the next best thing to being home. Home. Oh, oh yes. And it goes on. There's another picture. I feel like I'm telling stories. Oh, no place like they little swans. They got the little pond and stuff. The gazebo. And it says flamingos and swans congregate by the oh, quiet my. lake. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, Trees away in the sway in the breeze. Beautiful poolside fountains, rustic charm, and country inn quiet make the Disney Inn a getaway worth getting to. Get away! Holy 
cow. Yes. Why weren't you their marketing rep? I feel I like know. you're selling this. And of course, here's a picture of the golf cart. Oh, there, then, there is a as golf. As you know, the okay. sand, I mean, not golf cart, but the golf course. And of course, you know, the one of the famous sand traps is the Disney-shaped fa- sand trap that you have at the, there. The Mickey one. The Mickey, yeah, the Mickey-shaped yes. one. That's a Disney, I'm sorry. Yes. I meant Mickey. But it says, now that you're relaxed, take your vacation to its next logical step, recreation. Namaste. The Disney Inn has something for everyone. Golf on either side of our two challenging championship courses right out courses right outside your door. Enjoy tennis, jogging, swimming, sunbathing, or a quiet walk along tree lined paths. Aww. Oh, how relaxing is that? I am this really relaxed very, right now. Very chill. Yeah, and that, that was a whole premise of the Disney Inn. It was like, yeah, this is a quiet resort on property. And it goes on, here's some of the dining room pictures. Look at that. Uh, yeah, look at Love that. Love the 80s hair, 90s hair. Uh-huh. Kind of like that, right there. Right there. <laughs> and I'll post these pictures in the, in the show notes for you guys. And it says, within the bright and airy setting, the garden gallery is a perfect spot for relaxed dining. Relax. Oh. See, everything's relaxed. Everything's, everything's relaxed. Even your dining's relaxed. Even so, golf is relaxed. Wait a minute. It's not the garden grill. It's the garden gallery? In this pamphlet brochure, it says the garden gallery. Wait a minute. Who's lying? Oh, oh man. Wait a minute. Who's lying? Wait, don't spoil the tranquility. Damn it. <laughs> I think Jim Hill messed me up on this. Well, you know, I did hear another podcast say the garden grill because they mentioned something about the name going towards the land. Ah. And I'm like, well, yeah. you know, I don't know. I mean, either Disney did a misprint in their brochure mm-hmm. and, and listeners, I have the proof here or somebody got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Misprint. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they go on to say, <laughs> they go on to say menu selections are as light and breezy as your surroundings. Ooh. Oh, look at that marketing. Exquisite offerings of American cuisine will stay in your memory long after they've melted. <gasps> In your mouth. Oh. <laughs> and left nah, your colon. There you go. Now that's seductive right there. And, and you know, at, at the end of every resort, you know, they have a multitude of pictures yes. of the, the resort. And, and you know, they always have these kind of captions. Sure. That say things like this. It says, you know, in addition to resort, you know, it says convenient Disney transportation will get you from the Disney Inn to the Magic Kingdom in less than 10 minutes. Worlds of fantasy are yours to experience in the Magic Kingdom. America's past comes to life on Main Street, USA. Take a submarine journey. Not anymore. On 20. <laughs> thousand leagues under the sea ride a runaway mine train through big thunder mountain and meet your favorite characters from the classic dizzy films all these and more dreams come true for the entire family in the magic kingdom and oh there's more oh, there's the last park more. in this brochure goes like this the worlds of wonder of epcot center within your grasp just outside the doors of the disney inn not really. It's a little further away. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say. It's, it's quite a trek. But anyway. <laughs> oh, it's all relative. Yeah, it's all relative. Yeah, It's a relaxing trek. Well, it's definitely closer than my house, right? So yeah. Sure. So they continue to say, <laughs> on the threshold of tomorrow in Future World, you'll explore humankind, humankind's greatest achievements in communications, transportation, energy, agriculture, and the seas. Meet your neighbors from the great countries of the world, including the newest edition, Norway. In World Showcase It's all here for the discovery in Epcot Center And that closes the brochure And what I used to love is you just have a map of the property Yes it does And where the resort is located They did that for each one of their pamphlets That is unbelievable Only two parks back then You could probably get $2 for that on eBay I probably could I probably could But I I want to keep that No you should That was a a happy time That is a keepsake That is a memory Yeah Because that was a lot of their marketing thing Was this is the quiet resort I Mm -hmm. think that's one of the things That might have hooked my parents because you know they weren't really into loud. the whole yeah they weren't really loud they were quiet little Asians 
<laughs> and, so, um, and there is no Asian resort, as we established. Exactly. Earlier. Yeah, yeah. Right. So this was their next best thing. This is what they had to settle for. But you know, it was quiet. I remember. You know, I, I don't remember ever hearing people running down the hallways or ever hearing my neighbors. <laughs> I mean, the rooms seemed quite isolated from each other. So it's oh, like, wow. you know, it was, was there very, any very tranquil. characters on property like other in, than the Snow White people? Uh, was that pretty much it? Like as like character breakfast kind of thing. I I don't remember, but I know they had a character breakfast, but I ne- we never we never did. It, it wasn't on the brochure. Lee, it was Lee, we didn't cover well, character dining, did we? That was like yeah, an important I'm, part of. No, that. I've got it in my. That, I've got a. I've got it in my notes to talk about, but yeah, that that was one of the important things. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. started in the trophy room back at the golf resort. Yeah, that's probably one like of the first kind of- iterations of where they, they introduced the whole character dining experience. Yes. Well, I got to say, Kevin, really quick, I appreciate your perspective of that perception, uh, uh, what you did right there, Matt. Without precipitation, because it was very relaxed. I, I know. Need, I need to smoke. Like, that was so chill. No like, perspiration. Hey, yeah. <laughs> was it good for you? With no hesitation. It was really good. <laughs> I need to take a walk right now. You sound very chill over there. I do. Like, I it was so serene. And like, Eli, that's the Disney Inn. Your man. quiet, secret hideaway in Walt Disney World. <laughs> I, I feel like nobody wanted to go to. Yeah, wow. They should have played that music, though. That was like an out-of-body experience. I feel like Kevin should play that music and like read bedtime stories. <laughs> and we could like market those because, I mean, that's very relaxing. I, I think he should play that music and just say like the harshest stuff. It just seems like <laughs> how it goes. Like, well. Whenever, whenever we criticize something, just criticize it in that way. Yeah, I yeah, see. yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, sure. I think, that, I think we could do that. Like the person be like, "I'm insulted, but yet I'm so calm. I'm so calm and relaxed about it. I don't even care." But no, you can do like you know, and if we want to break it to E or uh, or Leah, you've done a bad show. <laughs> just put on, put on the music. There you go. That was horrible. <laughs> that was horrible. <laughs> like I'll try better. <laughs> but you know what? All that that, that that was like a big thing with their marketing campaign with the Disney Inn was uh-huh. that it was that quiet getaway on Disney property. Yes, where you can get away oh, from maybe. the hustle bustle of the parks and re- retreat to your quiet hideaway at the what was formerly known the Gulf Resort, the Disney mm-hmm. Inn now. And it was great because I mean, they had, uh, uh, you know, they had Sleepy on the logo. Yes. You know, so right. it, it really, the minute you turned in, it was like, oh, you know, yeah, I'm going to sleep. Here. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. You know? Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Golf and sleep, they're like tied right into each other. They just are. <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all do any kind of activities? I mean, how was the pool? How was the pool area? No, see, we, my parents never were into that. So it was like we stayed at the hotel to sleep. That was their main thing. Okay. And it was, it like took like an arm and a leg to get them to do any other stuff. Oh. Uh, cause like, like I said, but I never really did dining until we like we started hanging out. And then it's like, you know, I discovered the whole world of dining. So now that's part of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they never did that. The parks was their thing. Like, well, I know my mom loved the parks. So we got up early took the bus and went to the park straight away and, and just stayed there until the sun went stayed, down we stayed there until the sun went man we hit that park and granted it was only two parks back then sure uh, but we hit that sucker like everything hmm. like from minute they open to the minute they close it was like you know it, go it was, go it was, go yeah i mean it was great so there was no pool day in the Stoke household no they were not down with the pool you know it was like, the whole thing was like we didn't come here to relax in a pool we came to go busy world <laughs> i know my mom was a big parks fan so it was like that's where we were that's what we we're gonna do wow yeah. so, you know how much i pay for this vacation you know, i didn't pay for you to swim in the pool there might have been that conversation i'm sure but i know my mom loved she loved going to the parks riding the rides nice and so you know because yeah. i loved it because i mean there's no fast pass you go in the one and i probably talked about this on the show before you go into one ride you leave the ride you go to the one right next door you stand in line you do all that kind of business you know it, it, it was a, it was a fun experience you mm-hmm. just did that clockwise around the park until you hit everything and then you caught the parade and the fireworks at night then you went back to the hotel all right, all right so 
before we wrap up the um, the Disney Inn and the golf resort, there's a couple little fun facts here. Um, when they built the um, the golf resort, this was the first heated pool on property. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, which yep. is, it's a cool feature, yeah. So, um, you know, now you could s- swim in December and January and all those little quote-unquote cold months in Florida. Uh, <laughs> this pool also had a uh, – <laughs> this pool also had – like water features, like like today, like they all, you got all these little splash pads and stuff like that. Well, this pool had like these three concrete blocks with uh, water shooting out of the top of them for the kids to play around. And like, I don't know if you remember, like <laughs> yeah, concrete blocks. It looks yeah. like it looked like like mozzarella stick. I have a picture of it right here. Hold on, hey yeah. kids, play I on the concrete. <laughs> Basically, this slide hit just like Johnny Fine. He all right. Yeah, there's one thing that can keep kids entertained. It's concrete blocks. Yeah, that keeps the parents entertained too. You know, the kid has a concussion. They don't know why. <laughs> Listen, I'll post a link to the, the article, Emerging Air, but they have one here. Yeah, check it out. Water and concrete. No, it looked like this. Yeah. It's hard to turn what with the that? wires. But no, it was just like three so little just, pillars with stuff shooting oh, out the tip. Oh, yeah. wow. Well, got, <laughs> that's very phallic. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of like when you would go to like these old, old rest stops and they have these concrete trash receptacles with all the rocks yeah yeah, around them. Like, yeah, yes. yeah. which some in Mississippi that's what it reminds have. me of yeah the kind you so, run into uh, it and you skin your knee yeah. and you're like oh that hurts uh, yeah exactly probably a yeah. lot of lawsuits that came out of that place well yeah, thank god fountain technology has advanced <laughs> yeah <laughs> in later years I'm glad they had the heated pool that's a good way to that soak is. your balls that was yeah. well yeah, yeah. <laughs> golf balls I was talking about yes yeah. absolutely absolutely you had to wash them yeah you had to clean them out you know you were talking about golf balls just whatever you buy went with that I was just saying yeah just rinse it about rinse mm-hmm. the balls sure okay in your mouth. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> the, uh, the golf. Wow. <laughs> I, okay. Yeah. Uh, I feel like we should let that moment resonate. That's <laughs> not that can say to that. I'm still, I'm still chilling from the nostalgia. This is the moment right between you and Lee. Live in that moment. Just, just a quick pause. Rinsing balls. Just let that go. Yeah. Rinsing balls. Just, yeah. Just raw water balls. Rinse in balls. Rinse the balls. Splash, <laughs> splash. Splish, splash. Splish, splash. Spick and span. Did they have ball washers at the um at the resort? Oh, I'm sure they did. They huh? would have to, right? I, I mean, would hope yeah, so. Yeah. To. You got to pay so. people extra for that. <laughs> yeah. Come here, little Jimmy. Yeah, now that's an experience for you. Okay. You like wrestling movies? <sighs> um. <laughs> he has not been cleaned in two years, boy. Get the scrub. You ever been in a Turkish prison? <laughs> <laughs> a Turkish prison. <laughs> so specific. <laughs> I, I'm just, it's an airplane. I'm sorry. Of course. Yeah, I know. Yeah. 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 But it's you're right. It is specific. But sorry. Right, go ahead, Lee. All right. You're taking us all from right. the Disney. All right. What you got? Fact. And the uh, so the golf the golf in also was the first computerized reservation system. Oh, that's Disney. true. Yeah. Whoa. Um, yeah, so there's, you know they had some technology. Um, you know, like housekeeping could could just like clean the room and they they can put it in the computer and then they would know that the room was ready and all that kind of stuff. So that was something new. It was uh, some new technology for Disney in their hotels. Uh, so yeah, they're the first computerized uh, system for their for their hotels. And and that's when housekeeping yeah. was hired directly by Disney mm-hmm. and not yeah, outsourced. And, you know, yes, not rented out from a third source, but. So let's talk about the character dining real quick. Uh, Danny mentioned that in, in that, uh, several places I heard the same thing, that this was the first instance of character dining. Um, but I looked around a little bit. And so here's where I, what I was able to, to surmise from, you know, from my internet research. 
Um, the very first character dining, quote unquote, that's mentioned is mentioned by Jim Hill. And it's not per se a character, but they actually had breakfast with Santa Claus in December of 1977. Yeah, that ain't a character. He real. He real. He, yeah. he, ain't yeah. he, he showed up over so, at Daddy's house. Really cool. Cool. I see him. Yeah. Right. That ain't character dining. Right. Santa's a character, yeah, though. That kind of, he's great at parties. He's a character, though. Yes, Las Tavica, there is a Santa Claus. Yeah, you ain't put me yes. on a naughty list. I That's right. Checks mm-hmm. off yeah. myself or that. But uh, but no, I mean that. So that was kind of what started this whole character meal idea that people would come and pay extra and you know get excited about eating with a quote unquote character. But then, and also in 1977, there was a character breakfast at Cosino Cove at the Contemporary which would eventually ah. move uh, a year later to the Terrace Cafe. Now, that was only once a week. It wasn't a daily thing, and it was only breakfast, and it was only once a week. On Sundays. Um, right. Then there was also a breakfast with Snow White at the Village Restaurant, but that appears to just be like a one-time event. It wasn't uh, you know, a regular thing. Then in 1981 is when we get the character at the Golf Resort. And then in this particular... Um, was uh, meal was called Disney uh, dining a la Disney. And then in this, this setup, you know, you would come, you would mingle with the characters and apparently the characters would give all the kids a gift, you know, what? and this was a, this, yeah, this was a nightly thing. So this was a regular, you know, Sunday through Saturday, every night they would have this character dining. So I guess it depends on how you categorize character dining. This was the first official, like, Every week, every day, we're going to have this, and we're, it's, it seemed to be like a program at that point. It gave it a name. They gave it, you know, Disney Dining All at Disney. So gave it a name. That apparently it's kind of is name. where they is where you know they. That's why people consider that to be the first character meal. So that was the very first um, place to do it. Is what you're saying? Very first place yes. to do it regularly. Yeah, is what yeah, you're yeah, saying. Yeah. I mean, yeah, regularly, exactly. And speaking of eating, guys, I, I just looked at the Birnbaum guides, and it says Garden Gallery too. Garden Gallery, garden not gallery. Garden Grill. Yeah. All right. Cool. Garden Gallery. Well, that's yeah. good to know. We will stand. I will stand corrected. That's okay. It's not no. your fault. That's, well, that's not your fault. Yeah. Your you, you were pulling yeah. what you had. This dude had a brochure though, so it's like bam. I'm going from the brochure from the company itself, right. Right. as well as Birnbaum Guides, who is the official guidebook for Walt Disney World. I, I mean, that's I pretty know. much like reading about the Declaration of Independence, and then one guy says, "No, I actually got it right here. This is what it says." The brochure, call him Galleria. I'm calling the Galleria. There it is, there Galleria. You, you done? <laughs> Did you catch that Galleria? So, no, so that I got the Galleria. Us. Better than Chlamydia. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> chlamydia is better than Galleria. There you go. Right on your lips. <laughs> I got a girlfriend the named Galleria. Chlamydia? <laughs> I got a girlfriend named Galleria. Worst garden ever. Garden hypochondria. Oh. Oh, oh. Oh, no. That's, that sounds pretty traumatic. Garden. Actually, that was my last girlfriend's name was traumatic. Traumatic? Yeah. <laughs> garden mitochondria. <laughs> garden mitochondria. Was she microscopic? <laughs> yes. Okay. You couldn't see it coming, huh? I understand. Yeah, she didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> Should have played that music for that to help you out. Yeah. Oops. All right, go. So that brings us to the current state of the golf resort. <laughs> Jokes are delayed for this man. You all right? No, I just I like it how uh, Kevin is just like you know in the sleigh with the like the dogs like the mush. It's like go Lee go. <laughs> It's like we're done joking. Yeah. 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 Regulators, man. Let's go. Let's 
Take that road to Mexico. You just heard us say All go. Right, so that brings us. <laughs> my penis. That, Wash your golf balls. That, <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, so that brings us. That brings us to uh, where we are today, and that is the shades of green. Yes. With even with all these changes, character meals, what have you, like all this cool stuff, Disney in nice, relaxing. You know, Kevin brings his parents there. All that still didn't help. Wow, you um, were bringing your parents there? I didn't yes, know I had money Kevin, there. We <laughs> need to stay on property. It was future wow. Kevin. Well, if you were treating, you should have had some more time to fool around at the pool. Actually, you know, truth be told, yeah. I, I, I campaigned for that stay. And Did I even you? I even called yeah, up Disney Res- I even called up it. Disney reservations you- to make the reservation, and then when it came down to payment, I remember giving the phone to my dad so he can pay for it. Oh wow! You made the wow. reservation, yeah? Because I remember him saying, "Like if you want to stay there, you do it." I was like, "Okay." How old were you? What? I don't know. Uh, what? How old was I when? When did I stay there? Let's see. Well, you were like nine. No, I, yeah, <laughs> well, I probably at least probably you like the Doogie well, House of Disney reservations. All of a sudden, <laughs> this was nineteen eighty-eight. So I must have been. What is that? Uh, uh, uh thirteen. 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 Yeah. Thirteen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We. There you go. You're the, you're the man of the house. Go for it, I mean, you know, Part of I... it, it's like, you know, the truth be told, you know, my you know, my, my parents were immigrants, and so my dad was never really confident about his English. Oh, so he, yeah, he didn't really speak much. No, because yeah. he was always, a sh- you know, he wasn't he wasn't too proud of how he spoke English. You know, he's, okay. he, he was embarrassed by it. So he always made me speak. Hmm. So that's why he said, you know, if you want to do it, then you book it. So I called Disney Reservations because you used to have to call and make hmm. a reservation. Wow. And, you know, when it came out of payment, I just gave it to my dad. You know, da, da, da. we set it all up. I was like, yeah, I'm staying on property. Well, you're a big boy, boy. Uh-huh. So right. even at 13, you recognize the value in staying on property. I did. I did. Because I always wanted to do it. Uh-huh. You know, because like I see all these buses running around. I was like, I want to be able to do that. You know, uh-huh. and I figured that Disney would be a good place to start because it was a very quiet resort. And my parents weren't really into the whole loud thing or act, act, active thing uh-huh. uh, experience. So um, I figured a nice little tranquil thing. I don't know. I probably read read that brochure to them just like I did now <laughs> with the music. <laughs> that was that was to pretty convince them that hey, this is a really good thing. Voice. <laughs> Kevin comes out with a screen and then like the projector and he's like soft music. I want to show you where we're gonna stay at, Dad. Oh, that would have been awesome if I did that. But you know, you know what's funny? Not to, not to derail it, but I used to do that a lot. And I used to have a tape recorder. And whenever I get these burn bomb guides or these guidebooks from like the rest areas or the welcome centers and Disney World, I would read that as if I'm reading like a tour guide book. You know, so I just record myself and reading the pamphlet. So I was almost like kind of podcasting before I podcasted. Wow. wow look at yeah. you. This is how you get awesome. your orator skills. Your I guess skills. so. Yeah, yeah. You've been doing it. You've been practicing for 40 I know. years. Or yeah. Something. Boy, if, if I can ever find those, that, those cassette tapes, I'll, uh, I'll bring it on the show. But, you know, it's... Oh, I, I want to hear ours. a little 13-year-old that's Kevin awesome. and Stoke. That'd yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I have to dig around for it. I know I have a box of cassettes somewhere, but anyway, that's a dig. Not to dig around. No, that's okay, but that's that's pretty cool because, like, I mean, on the opposite end, my dad was like, you want to go get a job? I'm like, I'm 13. What can I do? I can't. <laughs> I got nobody to add to this. Yeah. That's your, awesome, though. Your dad was a little harsher. My dad was very harsh. You should have just called okay, up and made cool, a reservation what's... like Kevin no, cool. My dad would have... Kill me! Like, Here's the part where you pay. You're like, what? <laughs> pay for what? What are we talking about? About even talk to like Mickey Mouse himself. Be like, yeah. So like, I'm sorry about that. I'm about to go beat my kid right quick for calling. This ain't on property. What? What? You like, talking about paying for what? How Dad, much? What? Go I, what? I just ordered a pizza. Can you just <laughs> give him the credit card number? Right, pizza. <laughs> she want this bell, boy. The pizza's is called the Disney Inn. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> He's like, I got a belt with some extra anchovies on. You want to bite it at? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lee, go ahead, man. All right. So 
you know, all the, all these things that happened, we, all these changes that were made, uh, they still did not have the occupancy levels that they wanted. Add to that, that now Michael Eisner goes on a uh, resort building spree. The Grand Floridian opens, Caribbean Beach, Dixie Landings, Port Orleans, Old Key West, and maybe like a year or two later, All-Star. So all these new resorts are there. Um, you've got, again, Grand Floridian. If you want to stay on the monorail, you got another choice now. you got more affordable options with Caribbean Beach and Dixie Landings and Port Orleans. And again, so just the Disney M just was not cutting it. Um, it's around the same time, uh, the Department of Defense started looking for a, a place to use or a place to build um, for its R&R, for its, its soldiers, because there wasn't anything in the, in the actual United States for R&R for, uh, for service members. There was uh, something in Hawaii and all these other places, but nothing actually stateside. And uh, the Department of Defense, you know, they pulled all their, uh, you know, all the people, their soldiers and their everyone. And overwhelmingly, the demand was for something in Central Florida, mm-hmm. you know, specifically, you know, Orlando area. Yeah, they wanted some um, for their families. Yeah, they, they wanted something where they could bring their yeah. families to enjoy time together while they're on R&R exactly. with the families. Yeah, R&R. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So in 1994, uh, you know, Disney and uh, the Department of Defense came to an agreement and the Department of Defense signed a hundred year lease um, to take over the Disney Inn Resort. And then actually two, two years later, they just straight out bought it for $43 million, um, which would be about $68 million and change today. But uh, Our tax dollars uh, at work. Yeah, it's uh, just uh, inflation and stuff. But, uh, but they bought. They just said, okay, we'll buy the, the resort itself for $43 million. And um, so they did that. They did a big refurb like from 2002, 2004, added another 285 rooms. So that – brings the total now for shades of green at 586 rooms. So could they, I mean, could Disney put whatever they want though around that area since they still own the land though, technically, right? Well, well I mean, within reason, you know, I mean, within they're not going to just throw up a, whatever, a bus stop yeah. in the middle of their property. I ain't trying to piss you off know, the Department of Defense either. I hear that. <laughs> true that. Yeah. Well, no, they, they, they own the land, but you know, uh, what you call it? Um, so they're free to, as long as they operate within, I'm sure there's terms of the contract. Put like missile silos yeah. underneath and yes, everything I, like I, that. I, <laughs> they got a new Guantanamo Bay. Man, yeah. yes. Guantanamo Bay. Was, we're going to Disney. Jack Nichols <laughs> is like, we hold that put, resort. Put these handcuffs and put these handcuffs in his hood. You're going to Disney World. You want me but, at uh, Shades of Green. <laughs> you need me at Shades of Green. <laughs> You're damn right I bought the Mickey bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right, we bought out all the pomba. By, by the way, Lee, do you know why they called it Shades of Green? Ooh, no, I don't. I do, too. Of green. Oh, okay. You, so, do, you know? Think about yeah. it. Oh, you do? Okay, cool. Oh, what go ahead. Eh? Oh, because uh, the military wanted to represent the various shades <laughs> of green for uh, each branch of the military, except for the, the A-listers wear a different color uniform. Yes. But yeah, the enlisted, they have different shades of green for their uniform. So they had the representation of that. Hits the name. Gold star for Eli. Yay! Yes, sir. Very well done. Son of a military man. Yes. My Love. dad served in Vietnam. Absolutely. Very well done. You did do some research. I did, soldier. Did you Did you see the part about how the Bengals almost uh, bought this resort? No. The, the 80s band, the Bengals, almost bought this resort because they were thinking about getting into the resort because they were very popular, and they were going to call it uh, Hazy Shade of Winter. 
<laughs> Look around. <laughs> Look around. <laughs> and, Disney uh, still owns the yeah, clouds. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, who's the guy that, that ran the brothel in uh, Nevada? Oh, that's on the tip yeah. of my tongue. I yeah. Well, you talking uh, about the Buddy Ranch? Yeah. The old yeah, guy the that ran the Buddy Ranch. Oh, yeah. He was right. Yeah, he he ran to buy it. Yeah, he was he was gonna buy it too. And call it Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Fifty Shades oh, of Grey. Yeah. <laughs> He's got some old porn stars still yeah. working there. All right, sorry. That's totally hey, not you know, right, so. Go ahead. You had no, me with the say, <laughs> Even in Shades of Green, they still have the restaurant called the Garden Gallery. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm looking at the website right now. Garden Gallery, Mangino's, Evergreen's, Express Cafe, Java Cafe, and Bistro to Go. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, you know, to be honest, when I I heard it, it was was bought out. I was kind of sad, but when I heard the reason why they did it, that was cool, but I, I but I do I mean, like this Disney End. If I, if they were still around, I would take my family to Disney End. I don't buy our armed forces don't have a place to you know chill it. You know, chill no, like especially on Disney yeah. property, man. You know, it's like a guaranteed place for them to stay mm-hmm. at an affordable price yeah. within their pay grades and stuff. So good for them. Yeah, yeah God knows talking to the VA is tough. So <laughs> <laughs> this is an easier time to book than talking with them. I, yes. I'm with you. All right, All right so Eli, you said that different. Different ranks have different shades of green, right? Well, the so enlisted like, the enlisted have different colors for each branch. It's not ranks; it's just the the groups oh, of like okay. people. Yeah. There's the enlisted and there's the officers. Yeah, there's two sets of people. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Gotcha. They all well, serve. I, I only ask that because uh, the reason I ask that is because the way that you you as a military person, as a soldier, as a Department of Defense employee, your cost at the shades of green is based on your rank. Okay. So if you're yeah. a higher ranking officer, yeah, if you're a higher ranking officer with a higher pay grade, you actually will have a higher rate than like a just a you know front bottom line uh, whatever you a call private, it. Like a, a private a soldier enlisted? Private, really? yes, yes, like a private. So a private will pay less for his room at Shades of Green than like an officer would. But it's the same room, right? Or do they get different amenities? Yeah, same room, same everything. No, 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 same amenities, everything. It's just that since he makes less money then they charge him less for his room than, you know, an officer or someone higher up in the military. Hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that, I can see that, you know, yeah. So, so it makes it, you know, again, it just makes it a, a good, affordable way for them to, you know, be able to take their family to Disney and things like that. Now, just because you are military does not mean you have to stay at Shades of Green and get a discount. Disney does also offer a discount on its regular resorts as well for military personnel. Um, that's now, nice. Yeah, that's good. It should. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And now the tickets, the, the tickets are different. Like you have to buy your tickets on base or whatever. Yes. So Disney doesn't actually sell tickets at the window at a military rate or mm. whatever. Um, they have to buy them on base and then they link them to their My Disney Experience account and things like that. Um, also, but- Shades of Green is a little different. It's since it is technically, uh, you know, not owned by Disney, it's not an on-site property. They share some of the same benefits and some they don't. So like, uh, for example, you can get extra magic hours. Which, if you're staying at the Holiday Inn or whatever down the street, you don't get extra magic hours, but you do with Shades of Green. We're good. Um, you can al- you can also get like just like your packages can go back to the resort. They do the same thing for that. Oh, nice! Uh, for That's the middle, awesome for them as well. Uh, your fast passes are at sixty days out as opposed to thirty days out for off-site guests. Good. And you can also do your res- you can also do your reservations at one hundred and eighty days plus, as opposed to just one hundred and eighty days. So Lee, right from there, I mean, uh, I mean, there's nothing wrong with staying there. It's like all the all those millennials, oh, yeah, I would absolutely love it. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, the, the only thing, there's also, though, they don't get magic bands because they don't need them. They don't have charging privileges and things like that. You cannot add the dining plan. Um, you also still have to pay for parking at the parks. And you cannot use Magic Express from the airport. So um, those are some things. That yeah, they, they have their own get. form of transportation. Um, yeah, but yeah. I tell they you what. Own, that's exactly right. They have their own form of transportation. Yeah, their buses oh, run okay. yeah, I see like their buses say. a lot. They got like <laughs> Hummers, tanks, Humvees. I was like, man, if I stayed in Shades of Green, I would be on a bus by now. <laughs> no, no kidding, man. That's why I was looking at me. Man, how do we get in that Shades of Green stuff? Like enlist. I'm like, yeah, no. no we could, you know, technically, <laughs> technically, we could do it. We could, yeah, because uh, it yeah. said if I'm, you tell me if I'm wrong, but it said it allows for anybody that's pretty much is served in general, whether you're retired, enlisted, or not. So technically, and you have to be uh, seen by the VA, like you, like the VA has to have you the record. So technically, I could take my dad and bring him, and then we could all go as his guest. Grandpa Eli yeah, is no. going to Disney. He should go. <laughs> yeah. He should go. He yeah. probably, probably be like, well, what know, the hell is all this? What is it? They can get jokes out uh, many. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they, they can get uh, three rooms at their rate as well. So they could, you know, if, if in, in real life, like, you know, if you've yeah. got someone that's going, say, in Shades of Green, they can get a room for mom. They can get a room for, you know, the other mom on the other side, grandma, grandpa, whatever. So they can get up to three rooms at their, oh, at their man. rate. He'd be a, he was, I think he ended his tour as a, so, as a sergeant, maybe a staff sergeant. So might be a pretty affordable rate. I don't know what the rate would be if you served in Vietnam as opposed to the Gulf War. Or no, he's just like giving it to you for free. <laughs> he's like, hey, D, you still alive? Here you go. Take all your people with you. Got you got that DDT. All right, you can go, man. DDT. Just go. You had that Agent Orange? <laughs> yeah. I think you should get a discount on this. Yeah. Absolutely. Just give them stay for free, those guys, man. Jesus. He probably wouldn't want to stay anywhere that's green because he'd be like, I served in Vietnam. I don't want to see no more trees. I don't want that. Tired of green. Damn the hell. Cool. Yeah, shades yeah. of green. What else you got? Yes. And that's it. That is the uh, the golf resort in a nutshell. So that is the um, golf resort you know, in a nutshell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then that only took an hour and a half to get there. But uh, but yeah. So that's the uh, golf resort, which uh, eventually became the Disney Inn, which is now Shades of Green. Oh well, cool. Thanks, Lee. Thank you for that retrospective on the formerly known as the Golf Resort, now uh, or now as Shades of Green, used to be Disney Inn. Yeah, and thank you for your insight. Staying there, Kevin, even oh, though your, you. yeah. your parents would not let you do anything there. Yes, yes, we just did nothing but slept and uh, whatever else. But thank it you was, for that. It was still a, a enjoyable stay. Uh, and fond memories. If it was still around, I'd probably still take my family there as well. Can I tell you when you read that that pamphlet? Yeah. There was a yearning in your voice of all these things that you didn't get to experience. Yeah, there probably was. I mean, was. There, there was a lot of that, actually. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, From the water parks to any dining to anything else. I'm sure there was a lot of that when I was younger. You never went to River Country? Nope. Never went to River Country. Oh, I never got to it. I wanted to. Nah. Like, oh, it's a whole watering hole. Go to Typhoon Lagoon. Well, now, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah ride yeah. that puppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get wet. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Lee. Appreciate it. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that little retrospective on that resort, uh, Disney Inn, one of my uh, resorts close to my heart. If you want to lo- learn more about the show as a whole, Magic Our Way podcast, magicourway.com is a way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. If you want to get in touch with us to share us your opinions, you can get in touch with us by the following ways. You can email at show at magicourway.com. You can call or text us at one 815 That is 1-815- Mo Weekend. That is 669-4226. And you can also leave a voicemail via our speak pot widget on our home page. 
And of course, we got a couple of guys do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. Eli, what you got going on? Oh, you know the story. It's all about the glory. You can go to ivorycomics.com, check out some artwork that I have for the projects that I work on, such as Project Geisha, Savages, and Molly Be Damned. There's always a link to this great podcast so you never miss a beat. Facebook.com, Eli Jam, you can find me there. As long as you're a human, I'll accept it. No bots allowed. Sorry. Uh, Project Geisha has its own Facebook page as well as Instagram. You can find me at EIV504 and Twitter, Hancock10166. So as always, appreciate the love and keep doing what I can in Eddie's disease. And if you want to book a vacation to Walt Disney World in order to check out the former location of the Golf Resort or the Disney Inn, now is the Shades of Green. You can do so through Lee. Lee, what you got? Oh, uh, just give me a call at 832-570-5490. That's 832-BALLWASH. 832-B-A-L-L-W-A-S-H. You can email me at Lee. I don't think you're going to get a single phone call. <laughs> you never know. Would you wash me? <laughs> I'd wash me. <laughs> uh, you can email me at lee at magicarway.com and always check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash lost to be travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. And let me tell the listeners out there real quick, that's the good thing about booking with Lee. It's like, you listen to some of these other podcasts, and you're like, book with blah, 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 travel agent company. You don't know who you're going to speak to. But Lee Lastavica, you know when you call up, you're going to speak to Lee, and you can be like, really? Ball wash? <laughs> yes. Just call yeah. that number? Just call that number. But he's a pro. Oh, and I'll pick it up, man. I'll pick up the phone. He will. Yeah. He, you can talk yeah. to Lee. <laughs> You're going to be on the phone with him watching your balls while talking Lee to him. Lee is a <laughs> professional <laughs> washer. <laughs> <laughs> can you play that music he had before, Kevin, while somebody's washing their balls, calling Lee? I think that would be like a good, like. A little, a little tranquil music? Yeah. I think so. Like, you know, like, the, like hold, please. Like, you know, because Lee gets a lot of people that call him. So while you wait in the queue, yeah, I mean, because there's there's times when you call up and I gotta I gotta put you on hold so I can finish my tacos. So that sure. yeah, hold music would be nice. Yeah. Oh, oh, hold please, wash your balls. Lee will be on the line in a few minutes. <laughs> you have two minutes. He's booking a trip for you now. <laughs> With no ball no. wash Vika. Senior Johnny Salami no. is on hold, but he can't wait to talk to you no. about your Disney vacation. No. Are you looking to book your trip with total ease? No. Well, wash your balls, please. No. Why you like talk to, speak, to me? If you'd like to speak to Gandalf the Unwise, press one. If you'd like to speak to Johnny Salami, press two. No. <laughs> with no ball wash Vika. No. No. <laughs> but that's what's so great about booking with Lee is that you get to ask him all these little questions and look even like loyal listeners to the show memorize that number know that number because also what Lee's doing for you is he's giving you a number so next time you go to check out at some store somewhere and you're like oh what's your telephone number just give him Lee's number that way you don't have to end up on a call list Lee will take those phone calls for you he will what take is, what is the number again Lee give him the number one more time 832-570-5490. That's right. Next time you have a, like a rewards card you need to sign up for. <laughs> With no 
Ball washer Vita. Him, you know, yeah, just give him my number. I'll, 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 uh, I'll uh, sort through all your junk mail, all mm-hmm. your junk calls. Daddy Salami. How many travel agents will do that? <laughs> Get off the not so wise. <laughs> Lily's favorite podcaster. <laughs> King of gyrotechnics. <laughs> Kevin over there sound like a muppet. <laughs> I don't feel like a snork. I don't know what you're doing, but you know, I'm just rolling with it. Huh? Remember the snorks? Yeah, yeah I remember, I remember the snorks. Uh, how you don't remember Thundercat? You remember the snorks? I, how you, that's good. I like underwater you Smurfs. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Underwater Smurfs? Really? Ah, well, you know, the snorks. There you go. All right. There all you right, go. guys. So if you want to support all of this. <laughs> Uh, you can do so through the following ways. You can click on our affiliate links on our website. You can also buy us some beignets and support the show that way. You can also represent the Mohican Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And please, the easiest way to support us is to leave a rating and a review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it is Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, Music, etc. And remember, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And we thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome in the Magic Array podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, my weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Fried ice cream. The necessities of Mother Nature's recipe. Hey, guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh, man. Italians recognizing Italians. Hey, you know what, song like that. what song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the Navigator. Oh, wow. Hey, but do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an radio, online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Carway and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it? Yeah, let me tell you what's good. But you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh wow! You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of. Hey! Give me Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, get him, get up again. Oh yeah. You know? Hot tub. What you say now, <laughs> Disney? That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and 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 r- attraction sounds, but they give you. Every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs, like Tony Bennett right here, this yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay. Man had a radio, bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh?